Hi, I'm Natasha Taylor and this is Open Classrooms, a podcast series produced by the Academic Development Group in Science, Engineering and Health at RMIT. In each episode of Open Classrooms, we talk to a member of staff who's trying out something new or interesting in their teaching. But for the next two episodes, it's our turn to do something new. In this dual episode approach, we're going to be exploring a new assessment initiative in one of our engineering courses. It combines group work, inquiry-based learning and maker-based pedagogies, all for level one students. So today we welcome Hormoz Mazbani into the studio and he is going to talk to us um, about the project from the teacher perspective. So hi Hormoz. Hi. How are you doing? Good thanks. Okay I'm good. So to put this into context um, I came to um, the event which part of the course it was was the end of the course wasn't it? Was That That was the final session yes. And that was the grand finale of the drag star uh, drag car um, racing uh, projects and it was all quite fun so we'll talk about that in in the bit so but what we're going to focus on today is the whole of the assessment process and you're going to tell us about um, how you designed it and why you designed it in the way you did so before we start with that tell us a bit about you and your role and a bit about the course that you teach um, that this is attached to? Well, the course is MIET 2093, mm-hmm. which is a CAD course. Uh, so CAD for non... Computer Aided Design, cool. uh, which is for engineering students yep. necessarily. So the students are from aerospace, mechanical, manufacturing, uh-huh. uh, engineering. Okay. At the moment, this is going to change later on from, I think, next year. Okay. Uh, but these batch were those students. And... Um, so we basically the ultimate goal here is mm. to teach them a 3D modeling software. Okay. Or it was like that before I started taking over as course coordinator. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought we needed to focus more on the design side as well. Okay. And also um, standards uh, are things that the students would really need as engineers in the future. Okay. And it's better that they get exposed to these and get to know them at the start of their studies yeah and then later on dive deeper in if need be Mm -hmm. um so that's why i applied some changes to the course Uh, okay so thinking before the changes were made then what would some of the so this is a mixed cohort student presumably don't know each other very well Mm -hmm. and this is the first time they've encountered probably this type of course and they you know they're learning something very new skills software that kind of stuff what would you say would have been the challenges in the old way the old approach of teaching and assessing the the same course the same course yeah um i'm not sure if i could call these challenges Mm -hmm. but there were things that i thought could be done better okay cool um say that a lot of resources are being used for this course it's a big course usually 200 students this semester we had 170 students in the class and um, the resources used are huge some of the resources we use are 3d printers for example so we got all the amp building basically Mm -hmm. booked for these students for mm-hmm. a whole week okay. and they go in and they use it but back in the day 
uh, we would ask them to bring in a module which they could download from the internet. They would usually go for a figurine or whatever car or their okay. own name, trying to print a key ring or stuff like that. So I thought, what if we put that into good use? Yeah. Um, something that the students actually design and then make mm-hmm. and then compete with yeah. by the end of the day. Um, so that's why I thought we could use these resources much better mm. in in ways to engage the students much yeah. better in a in a team project in a group okay. yep and also to one of my main concerns usually is how to push the students to think okay because as human beings we don't actually use our brains much for uh, productive innovative thinking anymore yeah we are not used to it anymore and it's important that we push the students to think more mm. and I mean I'm not an engineer or designer but I I am hearing deep authenticity here so this presumably is the kind of work if they you know for whatever career they pursue they might be doing out in the real world it's like teamwork application creativity perhaps some risk taking uh, most thinking, likely yeah um, basically if they end up as design engineers mm-hmm. then I made sure I provide them with the skills that they um may need as design engineers in the future. So mm-hmm. depending on which industry they get into and what type of role they take on. Yeah. But I assume they are all going to become uh, design engineers by the end of the day. Yeah. So I make sure I train them for that, basically. And you've got to have your eyes open to all the different disciplinary backgrounds they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, I know it's all engineering, but you um, know, that's maybe different true. industries. That's true, but... Um, the the three disciplines that these students were from, yeah. Um, if they end up design engineers, uh-huh. very similar approaches are going to okay. be used. Basically, that's cool. Okay, so tell me then about what you did and how this. I don't want to lead too much of the detail. So um, over to you. Tell us about the. Um, project that you designed and introduced this year for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, um, as I said, we are teaching the students to use a tool. Yep. Um, the tool is a 3D modeling software. Okay. Um, back in the day, we used to give them drawings of a part that is already designed. Mm-hmm. The most interesting aspect of it was that these are actual day-to-day stuff that the students might use later but we would give them drawings so there was no design involved Mm. in the work they would have had to use the CAD software that we teach them to make those models out of the drawings that they were given and then use the 3D printers if they like to print some of these parts okay so I thought that is not design Mm. I wanted them to um, to be exposed to design thinking okay So what I did, I added uh, the different steps of uh, engineering design practices into Uh the curriculum. So in the class, we started talking about those. We started talking about ethics in design, uh, environmental uh, aspects of design. Um, And then last year, I made up a whole new project mm. which uh, proved to be very difficult to judge by the end of the day okay um but it was it was fully a design so i asked them to design a machine which okay. does certain things mm-hmm. but um it was very hard to 
judge the outcomes. <laughs> uh, so this time I thought I might make this a competition. So the students had to cool. compete. Yeah. Uh, I looked up a lot of different universities' websites. Yeah. And I think it was um, Bath University in the UK uh-huh. um, that I saw they had drag racing. Okay. Uh, drag racing that they did was a bit different. They 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 were more open in using different styles and different types. They were not supposed to 3D print anything, but I thought it's a good idea. Okay. So um, the other aspect that I had in mind was that the students were supposed to, so I wanted these to be incorporated in, in the work, teamwork, yeah. uh, research, uh-huh. uh, standards, mm-hmm. um, and design, engineering design concepts, basically. Yeah, so all, all important elements of design thinking. Exactly. So action, the, the ultimate goal was to force them to think, yep. to come up with something new, something that is not out there. So mm-hmm. actually the funny thing is that a lot of them complained, uh, <laughs> saying that... Um, I couldn't find any cars on the internet, as you ah. said. You said we should research, but I couldn't find any of them. And I explained that, well, that's the whole idea. If you were you were to find, that would not have been your project anymore. Yeah. The idea is that you design, you create something and come and compete with it. Um, so what I did, I gave every team one spring, okay. which oh, was yes. identical. So lots of information about springs. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So everyone had an identical spring. Yes. What? So as in that would be um, the engine. Yep. And I made sure mm-hmm. that everybody's got the same power engine used in their cars. Yep. Uh, and then I limited the work by size. Okay. So I told them the machines are supposed to be 10 by 10 by 20 centimeters and not okay. bigger mm-hmm. to make sure nobody's got any advantages yep. as in traveling longer distances. Um, and then, so, and then I, I added two design criterias for marking them. Uh-huh. The design criteria one uh, was the weight. So they yeah. had to make the machine lighter. Okay. Uh, the, and then I would weigh each of the cars. The team which, with the lightest car would, would receive all 10% for that criteria, basically. Uh, right, okay. And uh, everybody else would lose 0.25 according to the rank. So uh, whatever rank you got multiplied by 0.25 would be your mark. And again, that's, uh, that involves some strategy and some thinking, doesn't it? Because you don't know what other groups are doing. So it's Exactly. So of, they yeah. have to do the best to make it lighter. Uh-huh. Like, so... Um, it was an opt. So that is what we call refining the design. That okay. is one of the stages in engineering design. So uh-huh. you basically um, identify the problem. You do brainstorming to come up with different ideas. Then um, you find a way to find out which idea is the best according to the given tasks. Uh-huh. And then um, you have to make prototypes, refine the idea until you end up with a final product. And that was exactly the refining. So I wanted them to choose the design that they think is the best. And then in the refining process, they would make it as light as possible. Mm. Um, And the other criteria was the travel distance. Yeah. 
the race. The race, exactly. <laughs> that was the fun bit, yeah. <laughs> so the students had to run the cars in the classroom and the team who whose car dra- travels the longest distance uh-huh. would receive 10% of this criteria. Okay. And then the rest will lose 25% based <laughs> on the, uh, to 0.25 marks based on the rank. Okay. These were all designed in a way that even if you become last, you do not receive a zero. So yeah. that yeah. we still acknowledge that you've done some work, but sorry, you, you ended up last. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and then there's a whole, you know, you can justify the, exactly. the different learning objectives for the exactly. whole process. It's not just about the end product. Yes, it's that's about, correct. You know, the other iterations. That's correct. Um, so the other sides of the project included group meetings. So yep. uh, this was basically an engagement activity that mm-hmm. I thought I'll include in the course because based on experience, the biggest problem the students always are having is no shows. Yeah, like this guy, we saw him in the first session and he never got back here. Uh-huh. And he never participated in any of the meetings. So I made it, I gave it very small marks, just 5% of a project, which would have made 1.5% of the whole mark of the semester. Uh But it was all about bringing the teams together. Yeah. And I would give them some questions, basically, which are not questions, but just, um, you know, triggers for debate basically so like what are the main two uh design concepts you have in mind to win the race okay so it's scaffolding that that process not just saying to them go out working groups good luck it's exactly again trying to force them to think Mm -hmm. and think together in a group as a brainstorm session Mm -hmm. we had two of those sessions the other thing that i gave some marks to was uh to uh, actually provide them with some communication skill learning opportunity, I'd say. Okay. Uh, So because uh, more than 80% of the students in this course are having their first semester. Yes. I explained to them that I know you are seeing each other for the first time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But communication is an important part of engineering. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to make friends right now. Mm -hmm. So anybody who um, makes their teams and register it on time, before week four, we'll receive five percent. Excellent, and uh, so it's incentivizing those. Did you? A lot of them didn't didn't get that five percent. Oh, really? By the way, yes, <laughs> you thought it's an easy Isn't task. Isn't that but interesting? Yes, <laughs> a lot, I told them that if you ask for any help from me, yeah, to shape a group, you will not get a five percent. And many of them didn't receive the five percent. Oh wow. So yeah, um, different reasons. Yeah, uh, shyness is definitely one. Yeah. But the other one is that many of these students do not show up to classes, so they don't even have any idea who's there. Okay. But the whole idea sparked something very new, and that was students using Canvas heavily. I was going to say so. So where did they go to do that? So they went to Canvas. Yes. Who knew? <laughs> I was surprised too. Oh wow! But yes, a lot of people basically advertised themselves as oh. I'm like this and that, and I'm looking for a group. Does anybody need one person for the group? And Isn't for many of them, it worked. It was very interesting and surprised me too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that that is that is curious. Okay, so 
This I'm I'm doing the maths now in my head. So the two did you say two hundred students? One hundred seventy. One hundred seventy. And you're doing so. Have what's your teaching team like? What support have you got? Because you know, create supporting this kind of work can be quite intensive. Uh, for the lectures, uh, I was lucky enough to to work with your colleagues in in yeah. college mm-hmm. with Lisa and um, Pauline from the library, basically because yeah. I wanted to restructure the whole uh-huh. course, getting ready for the flexible fest year next year. Yeah. Um, so that was before the semester. Mm. Uh, I rearranged everything. The curriculum was changed. Uh, the other big change that I applied, I brought in three guest lectures to okay. the class for the first time, which I think the street students really liked. Uh, on the other hand, I got six tutors during the week, okay. three hours each. So for those, okay. I used PhD students, basically. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. So I was working with five PhD students to run those tutorial sessions for me. And I, th- I think um, PhD students are a good, a good group to use with a project like this, aren't they? Because, you know, the students themselves find them approachable and um, it's an opportunity for them to kind of engage and talk about, maybe talk about their research and... Um, that kind of stuff for so a really good experience for them i think so yes yeah yeah cool okay so reflecting back on it then well were there any like challenges that people could um or maybe that you've learned from that you might do differently next year or things that people would avoid doing if they were going to do something like this um um, most of the times when you come up with, um, well, first of all, I think coming up with projects like this mm. that are, um, if they are not well structured, yeah. you are going to hit a lot of walls yeah. halfway through. Especially where you've got and assessment because exactly, are yeah, assessment is the biggest problem, yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, which is an experience that I had from the previous time I came Mm. up with my own project. Uh, Some of the students were very philosophical, so they were Mm. supposed to, uh, (laughs) they were were given a a foam die, basically, which they were supposed to turn two times to certain numbers on the die uh, without touching it. So one of the students comes back to me and say, what if I 3D print a glove? And oh. then <laughs> so, oh. the students love getting philosophical, yeah. basically, I guess, to, I don't know, for whatever reason. So you have to make sure the structure is well thought. You've yeah. thought of all these kind of weird questions that you might receive. Everything needs to be super clear in the project description. Uh, you have to think about must and must nots. Like yeah. one of the things that I missed, for example, was if the students could, could use lubrication. Ah. Well, that would have given mm. them uh, an obvious advantage. advantage. So I had to change the rules <laughs> later on saying that. And then the, the other thing that I think of was strings. A lot of students came up with designs which needed a string to pull the spring yeah uh, but in the rules i i told that you're not allowed to use anything not 3d printed but the spring oh and the strings not. and they couldn't come up with any idea 
and as in how to pull the strings. So I allow the strings later and banned lubrication just to keep it. It's hard, uh, isn't it? Because you want to give that credit for real creativity exactly. and thinking outside the box. <laughs> but at the same time, you have to have consistency and fairness and you exactly. know the others will get upset. Um, I, I was just thinking of the, um, when we were waiting to go into the room, uh, the group that came up and told you that their car had been smashed by someone yes. <laughs> shutting the door on them downstairs. And, the, and it really was, the axle was broken, wasn't it? On the yeah, wheel. that's true. It's like well, having to think on your feet then. It's like, oh, I would never have factored in the fact that on the day someone would be stood in front of me with a broken car and it mm, wasn't their fault. Mm. That's a good thing. The other, yeah. uh, that's a good incident, I say, because yeah, there's a lot of bigger problems when it comes to manufacturing of uh -huh. any sort, uh, especially with 3D printers. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there's this understanding of 3D printers that they are super accurate and they can do magic, but it's exactly the other way around. Absolutely. It's and those students hard. will always remember that incident, won't they? So exactly, they always yes. always kind of factor that in. That's yes. quite interesting. Now, also, the problem is with um, some students would uh, need the 3D printers for 15 hours, 20-something hours, yes. which is not possible. So, so how did that I, work then? Because if you've got... Well, although I push them to do research, uh -huh. I tell them this is the type of 3D printer that you will have access to. Okay. So go and research. Make sure the parts that you're designing are 3D printable yeah. using this printer. Make sure that it doesn't take so long because we, you have only one day access to the 3D printers. But well, they, many of them have difficulty following instructions. I was going to say, did you yeah. then get loads of paths? But then, you know, again, that's at this point in their studies, it's important for them to be learning that. And if exactly, you're constantly yes. um, letting them off, mm -hmm. for want of a better expression. No, I think it's a good experience because they understand problems with manufacturing, which exactly. is a big thing. Yeah. And so that, you know, prompting them to uh, reflect on it. And, and I mean, the conversation we had with the group that had broken their car was very much, you know, around that, wasn't it? it was, yes. Exactly. <laughs> How can we think about that? Um, okay, so uh, we had the race and there was a clear winner, as I recall. Yes, almost eight metres, I think. I think they so. Traveled, yeah. um, I, my sense um, as someone external coming into the room is it's very uh, lively and there was lots of laughter, which is always mm -hmm. really nice to see. Yes. Loads of engagement because, you know, they, they could have just left mm -hmm. after they'd raced, but most of them did actually hang around and yeah. stuff. So what was your sense from being the person that's been with them on this journey the whole way through? kind of at the end, what were the benefits of doing this for the students? Are there any nice stories? Um, to be honest, it's getting more and more difficult for me to understand the students. Mm. I'm not sure if it's because I'm getting older, but they are always the same age or... Yeah. <laughs> the Peter Pan thing. Yes. Um, uh, one of my major tasks basically every semester is to make sure that I get students come into the class. Yeah. Uh, which I think I was quite successful Absolutely. this semester. Yeah. Uh, my classes were most of the time full. Yeah. I, I tricked them too because we had tests in the class. Yeah. Um, so they had to come in somehow for the marks. But I think it's an important aspect for them to understand the value of the things that are being taught in the classroom. Yeah. And um, I think think I was successful in making the class interesting enough to come in. I think so. They the other thing is there. that I'm the, uh, the other thing that I was very happy about was that they made friends. 
yes. in, in university and they probably have done it quicker than uh, in a normal case scenario through this project because they had to spend a lot of time together. Yeah, and you could see that actually because they do their race, they do their little race and then we asked them to have a photo and there was, you could see just from their body language and the way they yes. were clustering together that, you know, they just, they were actually quite proud of what they'd done. And yes. they'd actually... Yes. Um, that, that's that's good. That's always good to see. Yeah. yeah, it is really nice. And especially at level one where the, you know, they're at the start and hopefully that will spark them to mm. go on. One of the things um, I wondered when I was watching was whether they, and you might not be able to answer, this might be an unfair question. Do you think that they understood the process other teams had been through and what they'd learned and why they designed their car the way they designed them? Would they have got that from the course? Because I, I wanted the, the groups to say that, you know, 60 seconds, this is our car and this is why we designed it in this way. But would they have had that understanding um one of one of the other things that they received marked for yeah. was a poster. Oh cool. They had to design a poster in the form of a design portfolio. So one okay. of the guest lecturers I invited in was a graphic was an industrial designer. Nice. Uh, and I asked him to basically talk more about the graphic side of his job because yeah. that's something that an engineering student will not be exposed to at any time. Okay. But by the end of the day when they do their capstone projects they are marked based on poster presentation yeah, basically. Absolutely. So I thought it's a good place to teach them something yeah. about this as well. So they did produce posters but okay. well because of the resource limitations as in time I didn't want them to uh, pay for an A1 poster to no. be printed yeah it's not and environmental reasons as well I mean, and environmental reasons yeah. too yes lots of paper so uh, they had to submit it as pdf files digitally so okay unfortunately i was the only one to get to see what was the thought uh, okay. process yeah because they had to so the rubric mentions that they're supposed to explain the thought process and how uh, they okay. ended up with the design that they did yeah um I would love to have to, the resources to print all of them out and invite the students to have a look at what the other class, yeah. the other team members have done, but Maybe, well, not yeah. possible so far. There could be perhaps digital options to it, given that they are now engaging in Canvas. Um, yes and no. I'm not maybe. very sure if all the students are happy for the others to see that. No, I was going to say, know, it's at what point do you do it? Because yes. you've got the competition, mm -hmm. so they don't want to be letting others see exactly. what they've been doing. And then if you leave it too late, they're not going to go back. There's no incentive really. To. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's a tricky question, isn't it? But it, I love the idea that they were able to come together and share their products, you know. Yes, yes. Kind of I, I saw some of them discussing their designs. Oh, so well, the groups going to each other and talking about what you've done here yeah. and what are the different aspects of your design, which was nice. Yeah. But I, I do agree that the, this needs to be extended. So they actually have to have the opportunity to see the thought process behind yeah. the winning design, for example. Absolutely. Um, but well, I, I hope I can do that sometime. Yeah, and, and understanding that, celebrating that sense of failure, maybe. So people who had, there were a few that didn't go anywhere at all. <laughs> so you're kind of wondering, did they test this? Or, you know, has there been a problem? And so for them to be able to, you know, talk about the process of testing and failing and mm. um, 
those things would be quite To be honest, again, that's another resource problem. It is, yeah. Uh, I, one, one of the phases in the design process was prototyping. Uh-huh. So they were supposed to know, but we didn't know which type of surface. I didn't know. I was going to say, yeah, they were complaining, it's carpet. Yeah, we exactly. Didn't it on carpet. Exactly. So, um, yeah. That's because I didn't know how much of a travel distance these guys are uh-huh. going to get to. So I I really preferred it to be in the classroom. Yeah. But every other year I had a much bigger classroom and this year they gave me a tiny one. Yeah. So I thought maybe we have to go outside. But then later on I saw the designs. Yeah. And I was like no, it's safe. We're they're not going they're, they're not going too far. So yeah, in no, the class were, is okay. Were, it was okay. Anyone but it's my bad because they didn't know they're going to run it on a carpet or on whatever surface. So Oh yeah, but again, a part of the design and learning process, isn't it? Exactly. You know, did did it, anyone it at any stage luck. ask you? <laughs> they did. Yes. Oh, Some of that's them did. Interesting. But so. I was like, I don't know yet. Ah. I'm sorry about it. Um, well, and <laughs> might that be authentic to the real world? Sometimes you don't get answers to your yeah, yeah maybe questions. So. Yes, that's true. Okay. Um, benefits for you and your teaching team then is the final thing to focus on. What What were the positives? Would you do it again, and why? <laughs> Um, I've been trying to change this project for three years now. This is the yeah. third time I'm changing the project for this course. Uh-huh. But now I think I, I, I found the this one that it. I'm going to stick to because um, everything was measurable in this project yeah. and I could I could rely on the marks that I'm giving to the students. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it includes all the different aspects that I love the students to have in, yeah. their, um, in their project communication skills engagement mm-hmm. teamwork design thinking innovative thinking uh, understanding of manufacturing they had to make drawings of the parts that they've designed according to Australian standards okay um, so instead of teaching them Australian standards which is the most boring thing yes. I could have done <laughs> I I I I gave them a guideline on how to find Australian standards through library resources Uh um, and then gave them a standard number to go and find instead of basically spoon spoon feeding them, them which was the research part of the project, Uh um, writing communication skills as well because they had to do a report. Um, design communication skills, which they had to make a poster. So I I think I I finally found it. That was the biggest thing for me to take out of this semester's course, basically. That's great. Um, Thank you. It's been really, really interesting. In the next episode, we are going to have some of the students who actually took part in the project uh, giving their perspective on... um, the challenge and all the things they experience as part of their learning. So that will be great and really I think that doesn't change my decision. As in, <laughs> I'll keep the project. Absolutely, as absolutely. <laughs> I, did, I don't think there'll be any reason to uh, to change things. Uh, thank you for joining me. It's been great to have an insight into your teaching. And thank Thanks you. for having me. Not at all. Thank you for opening up your classroom doors. I'm sure lots of people will be inspired by your ideas and anyone interested in following up can find Hormoz's Cotton Hut details on the podcast resource page. This has been Open Classrooms, episode 16, recorded at RMIT University in Melbourne.